Welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. Wise Guys is your home to interact with the worldwide community of BYU fans in a variety of ways. We're your hosts, Dave McCann and Blaine Fowler. What you're about to hear is the audio recording from our weekly live broadcast. We invite you to join us for the show live every week to chat with us and with other BYU fans. You can find the schedule and watch live at wiseguys.com. That's ysguys.com. Thanks for listening and go Cougs. Welcome to the Wise Guys. A brand new week. It was the uh, dead of winter last week. Dave McCann, Blaine Fowler. It snowed three inches during our show as we went out to our cars. Today it's like 75 degrees and sunny. There's not a snowflake in sight. Yesterday I was outside um, in the sun for like two hours. It was amazing. Like it just energized me. It, it felt it felt great. It was really good to be out in the sun. Are we going to keep this for a while? I hope. Are we done? It with It feels the sun? like spring has to arrive and yeah. stay, but I think it's supposed to rain and drop to cooler temperatures well, later okay, in the week. I'm okay with some fifties and sixties. I just am tired of the thirty-four and eight yeah. inches of snow in my driveway. No one wants that. No right. one wants that. We're ready. We're moved on. It's almost the end of spring drills for BYU football. It's time for this little short period we call summer. Before we get into the Big 12 and all of that stuff that everyone's a buzz on, we invite you to like us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. It's all free. Sign up for the email. You click a button and an email comes to you each week with highlights from this show. And, uh, and at ysguys.com, you can find all our interviews. Yeah, every, everything you need there. You're going to watch past interviews with folks like Danny Ainge, Marie Osmond, Jimmer Fredette, Ty Detmer, Kyle Van Noy, um, Max Hall. Elaine Bradley from Neon Trees. Well, that was a, that was so fun to have her oh, on yeah. a couple weeks ago. A slew of others, all waiting for you at ysguys.com. You can go watch those interviews. You can download the podcasts and listen to to what you want to. So, uh, yeah, join us. If you can't be with us live like you are right now, um, like many of you are right now, which is the best way to do it on Tuesday nights, but uh, if you can't, there's lots of ways you can catch up and see all of those interviews. And you can get our podcast wherever podcasts are made available. Now, a lot of us prepare for the new college football season in very different ways. For example, uh, Blaine over here has... Uh, is repairing his body for the new season. So explain what we got going on. So I was bench pressing about a month ago, and I injured my hand. And how many pounds were you bench pressing? I was only doing 225. Only 225. Yeah, so it wasn't like I was like hefting okay. a bunch of weight. Right. I was just kind of doing some reps, and I had a tweak in my hand. And evidently, according to my surgeon, Curtis Johnson, and he was right. I, I must have tweaked a little artery in there, a little blood vessel inside of my hand. It created a hematoma in my hand. Right in the middle. So I had to have surgery yesterday, and they had to open it up and go in there and get all that gunk out of there, kind of the consistency of jelly, dark red jelly, and clean it all out and fix it up and sew it up. And So now I've got this thing on. And, and you'll, be, you'll be ready for fall camp? I'll be ready. My, it's my throwing hand. i got to be ready. I, know. I, t- I told you before you came on and, and, uh, and, and Jack and DJ – I decided to go ride the bike, even though I hope Dr. Johnson's not listening because he told me not to ride the bike today. Okay. But, well, there's first but violation. my hand started to throb, and I'm like, okay, I got to get it above my heart. So I was riding the bike, and I raised my hand above my head like this, and I was riding for a long time with my hand up like this. And, and the nice girl that works at Vasa came over and said, do you need something? <laughs> and I said, no, why? Because you said, because you've had your hand up for like 15 minutes. You've been raising your hand for an hour. I was like, I'm not raising my hand to ask a question. This is a gym. No. That's crazy. My hand hurts. That's so nice that she'd come over and say, why? That, what does this guy want? She at least, you should have said, I'd like some juice. You want what? It's customer focus is what it is. Yeah. 
that dude's on a bike, has his hand up. He must need something. <laughs> if so. we were an NFL franchise, you know, we would have to look at the free agent market uh, because we need a quarterback yeah. for, for our, what, OTAs if and I'm all that have, stuff. All of a sudden, our ace has got to... If I keep having injury issues like this, <laughs> then, then I'm not worth anything. I'm get, They're like, he's getting old. Maybe we... We deal them. We just deal them this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I, I, I think we're going to, we all voted to hang on for another year. I think we're optimistic you'll be healthy in the fall. I'm going to be ready in about two weeks. And to, ready to go. To play golf because the golf season in the summer gets us and to football season. it just started. Season. I'll be it ready. It just started. Hey, these bobbleheads in front of us, you can get uh, 50% off from the BYU store once you go onto their site and use the... Um, uh, YS guys 50 is the promo code. They're 19.99. You get 50% off. So the info's in the um, like in the link bucks. in the chat, uh, in the video description for YouTube, and uh, on the podcast. It's also uh, the link there in the description, or you can just use your desktop computer, uh, grab your phone, scan the QR code, and uh, YS guys 50 is the promo code. And you've got these six little cosmos, which are awesome. Christmas gifts for the kids or grandkids. Yep. From your I, friends hey, at the Wise Guys in the I, BYU store. I've got them. Yeah. I've got all six. And these now. aren't these aren't like uh, ballpark bobbleheads. These are legit. No, these are the real deal. Yeah. So, so you fun. got all month to, to make your order. And you just got yours. Yep. You picked them up. Just picked them up. And you're ready and online, good to I've go. Got them. Yep. The holidays have already underway at the Fowlers. No, they're good gifts to give <laughs> to Cougar fans. We've so. got an awesome show. It's the final week of spring practice. We'll talk about what's getting done tomorrow and then the finale on Friday, what the team's going to do for their last evaluation before the portal opens. Right, and it, it seems weird that we're talking about spring ball because I think everyone thought the spring game and the alumni game was the end to that, but but it wasn't. There was no. a, a week off last week, and uh, and then they've gathered. They had practice yesterday, um, pretty lively practice yesterday. One tomorrow and then another on Friday. So we'll get into that a little bit. And what a week for men's volleyball. Um, they can earn as high as a two seed now in the conference tournament, which you, we look back a couple of you know months ago and maybe not, not, not that they've been playing really well lately. So yeah. if they can get things done this weekend against Stanford, um, they can be a two seed in the conference tournament. And what started as a simple song in a BYU hat has turned into a global sensation. The talented Matt and Savannah Shaw, father-daughter singing duo, they're going to join us in a few minutes with their amazing story. And it's kind of unique as how the BYU hat even got into the very first video um, for a guy who went to Weber State. Uh, and so that story's coming up, and I'll tell you what. They uh, they have millions following them. They're super talented, and they got a great story. Yeah, they've got a great story, and you know, we do promote Davis Darts around here too. So, right. So and, gotta, and and that family are died in the world Davis Darts. So up in Davis County, where we lived for 29 years, up in Kaysville, yeah. they, they were in our neighborhood, and uh, they'll be the fourth, yeah. the third, and fourth darts because uh, your son was on. Yep. And you. That's right. Well. No, you didn't play in Davis. You just sent kids to Davis. Yeah, you were in New kids. York. That's I sent right. kids. So, I grew up so but, we have a few Ke darts. Kellen's been on. We've yeah. been, and so he's he's the first. We talk about Gavin all the time. He's a yeah, dart. Yeah, so he's a dart. Libby, we've, we've a talked dart. about Libby and what she's doing. She's a dart. And now uh, now Matt and Savannah, Matt's wife, Brooke, they're all darts. Awesome. So. so that's just moments away. Let's jump into football. Practice yesterday after a week off, you know, kind of a week in the weight room. Uh, they're back tomorrow and then Friday, and then that's it. So what... 
are they looking at these last two workouts? I think they have a pretty good idea of who's going to go into the summer in the ones, you know, the, the number ones, and they're looking to, to develop that depth, right? And practice is, is very similar to what they were doing before this lead-up to the spring game where they're they're doing a little bit of it's almost like a regular old midweek fall practice every day where they come out um they warm up they do individual stuff they do seven on seven so pass skeleton so no d or offensive line it's the the quarterbacks and the running backs and the receivers against the safeties and the linebackers they do some of that and at the end they're coming together and they're still doing like i know yesterday they did some ones versus ones out there so Keaton Slovis was in there. Remember, it's not like even though Keaton Slovis is the guy they brought in to be the starter, he's learning a new offense. So even for the ones that are new to this system, both on offense and defense, and frankly, everybody's new to the system on defense because it's a brand new system. So the ones are still getting a lot of work to get the timing down, to understand the defense, to understand the offense. Um, and then they're trying to develop depth. That's what's going on in these three practices this week. The transfer portal opens on Saturday for 15 days. Do you expect a rush of signings by BYU? Do they already know who they're going to get? Do they already know who's coming in or who's available? And how many departures do you anticipate? Yeah, I don't expect a bunch of departures. Um, and, and you have to be careful with what you read into things because yeah. with with the first transfer portal opening up, a few people left um, and some left from basketball last year. Mm-hmm. People said, well, what happened? Were they not happy? And sometimes the people that are leaving sit down with the coaching staff and the coaching staff says, listen, we're looking at our depth. We're looking at our long-term plans and you're, you're not in the first two going in. So if, if you want to stay, great. If you don't want to stay, we'll help you. Right. We'll help you transfer out. We'll help broker a deal. Because um, it's not fair to you to to keep you here and not be and not be honest with you and tell you you're not in the too deep right now. Yeah. So some of the folks will transfer out. That's the reason they're transferring out. Not that they're unhappy. It's just not looking like they're getting playing time. And some will say, well, I'm going to stay in battle. Yeah. Um, I don't think we'll see a bunch on their way out. I do think... That, that we're going to see BYU, not a big number, because this is the second round of the portal, but a couple of strategic signings I think we'll see from BYU. I think you're going to see a couple of P5 starters Come in. from other programs that are going to transfer in that will give BYU some immediate help this fall. That'll be exciting. And they've got 15 days before the portal closes mm-hmm. uh, again. And so the rest of the month right up to the nfl draft and we'll look at some key dates here in a second but that's what's going down this week two more practices and then the portal opens and then the team you have is the team the one you're going to the big 12 with in the big 12 uh tickets by the way i want to update you on that big interest with big 12 tickets at lavelle edwards stadium new and non-renewable ticket sales for season tickets they're sold out this according to byu if you had renewable seats in the end zone your tickets are still available to purchase. You'll get an update in the mail, an email saying, hey, you're up tomorrow, chance to, to get your tickets again. There are going to be some single-game tickets, and those will be available in August. And then The Rock will have their tickets through the, right. through the student thing. But um, individual tickets, I can't imagine them being very many. But when you think of, okay, uh, Oklahoma's on November 18th, um, man, that's going to be a hot ticket. They've uh, got, they've got, I mean, they're all Sam big. Houston, Southern Utah are coming in. Okay. But yeah. Cincinnati, Texas Tech, Iowa State, Oklahoma, all coming in. Yeah. You want to get all those yeah. seats. You want, you want all of those games. And are you surprised? Because prices went up, but the demand is there. 
And uh, there aren't going to be any open season tickets when, well, when, when they run through then. this process. So, so here, here's the question. Like I saw a tweet and I never could verify it. I'm just wondering if you've heard any of this, but um, they're saying, oh, season tickets are already sold out, except for these end zone ones are going to give them one more shot. Then they'll sell out. So they'll sell out every season ticket that's available. Yeah. They'll sell out every, every game should be a sellout this fall right. in, in the new Big 12. And then somebody said, yeah, now there's talk that they're going to expand the stadium. And I'm thinking, I haven't heard yeah, that. I haven't heard that either. I don't think there. I don't think there's so is that any just chance fans getting that. a little excited that, that that they're going to expand. It? I think fans are excited, and, and the important thing will be two years from now when season tickets are on sale, and where BYU has not dominated the Big Twelve, right. they've fought to survive in the Big Twelve, and we'll see if that momentum bump is still there. Um, and then, and then, if you have an excess, then over time, then you do it, but. The, the stadium hasn't been full except for big nights right. for a long, long time. And when I say full, I mean every seat. There's yeah, still 60,000. Right. Still more than any team in the yeah, state. It's still top 35 in the country, yeah, right? Yeah, but as far as topping and, it and off. And one of the top in the West, but yeah. not not where you can't get a seat, right? Right. Um, if they do ever expand it, though, I don't like the idea of filling in the corners. People are like, fill in the corners. I'm going, no. Put another deck on the West side. And, and redo the whole press box thing. Put that underhanging. Make some suites. Like, like, yeah, make some, some suites on the con, on the concourse level. And then have an upper deck that hangs halfway over. So half of the seats on the west side are covered. Yeah. So in bad weather and in sunshine, those west seats become really valuable. And then you've got brand new loges and, and, and stuff. In it would be interesting if, if the determination was, hey, 65000 isn't enough. So, I see, I'd say you add 20 to an upper deck on the West, and you go to 85,000. Now, 85. keep in mind, everybody don't go tell Tom Homo you heard Blaine and Dave <laughs> saying they were going to expand the stadium, because we haven't heard that no, at all. we haven't heard that at I'm all. I'm just saying, if that ever happens, then that's how I want to do it. I want to do a new deck on the West side. Hey, we're happy to report that flyovers are being discussed for certain games with the United States Air Force. I wrote a column uh, in the paper, an article in the paper called Take the Field. I sent it to you, yeah. but, I, but you may have been in surgery when I sent that to you. Um, that's at Deseret.com. Talk to a bunch of guys about what it's like for them to take the field. You know, when they come out under right. the tunnel and the fireworks go off and that 20-second blast of adrenaline. Um, and there's some good quotes in there. That's at Deseret.com. So that's fun stuff. Check that out. And I have to say, my one of my favorite times was when my three boys that were playing at BYU, the the day the games that I were I got to be there for the first time they ran out of that tunnel onto that field with a cougar uniform on. And I remember what that was like. So to watch them was really cool. Oh, yeah. And they they would tell you how neat it was for them. That's awesome. Uh, that's at Deseret.com. All right, we've all heard the phrase as we bring in our guests, and we'll get back to more football in just a bit. When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. There's uh, no story that better captures such optimism and opportunity as Matt and Savannah Shaw. The father-daughter singing duo is seen and heard by millions all over the world, and this week they make their debut on The Wise Guys, and we welcome them <laughs> into the show. We've been working a long time to make this happen. Guys, Welcome. Thank, Thank you. you so much. It's hey. fun to be here. Savannah, did you think, uh, as we go back to how this began, that, that your world would evolve to a place where you're on the wise guys with two BYU sports <laughs> guys? No, absolutely <laughs> not. I mean... Dreams are coming true today, you guys. What, this no, is hey, fun. Uh, hey, I've, as you guys know, Matt, as you know, I've known your... I've known Savannah's grandma and grandpa for right. a long, long time, and that whole family for a long time, and her mom. That's right, yeah. Guys, this is a Ute family. 
Like, <laughs> so, so that this side is, of it. Yeah. So this is a big deal for me to, yeah. to, to get, to, to get that side of the family to go and watch a BYU show. I love it. See, that's true. They're, they're going to be forced to now. Yeah. You know, the dilemma that, that we're facing over here with, uh, <laughs> me wearing a BYU hat um, with a with a, a Ute fan wife and, and Ute family in-laws. So those are some, some fighting words there, well, but when, I think it went okay. When Matt got back from his mission and started dating Brooke, um, you know, I was asking some questions, and then I found out that his family were BYU folks. I'm like, oh, this is going to be just fine. This yeah. will be great. <laughs> everything's everything's going to be just fine with this. I support this guy 100% right now. So. Yes. <laughs> well, let's, let's That's what sealed the deal. Brooks like Blaine approves, so <laughs> That's she important. was moving forward. Let's clarify <laughs> how we arrived here. So, Matt, you're a Weber State grad, but your late father, Donald, and your mom, Lisa, are BYU grads, and you grew up in Southern California cheering for the Cougars. So that's this side of the genealogy. That's the family tree that has brought you <laughs> to this point. And That's right. Show. Yep. I, uh, my, my parents both went there. And so I grew up, of course, sporting all my, my Cougar gear and, uh, got to go to some football games occasionally. So yeah, that's, that's my BYU genealogy, but I went to Weber state. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there, there's also a BYU hat, which Dave mentioned just a minute ago, which plays a prominent uh-huh. role in, in a video we're going to watch in just a few minutes here that got this whole thing started. Right. So without question, um, the Matt and Savannah singing duo has a cougar connection. No question about it. <laughs> even, even though we've, we've said that Brooke and her whole family, Savannah's mom, um, they're, they're Utes. But this, this BYU thing got it started with a hat in the very first video, right? Yeah, it did. You know, it was kind of a freak accident because I was, you know, I, I was wearing the hat out doing some yard work. I had an old family reunion t-shirt on. And, and it, you'll, if you see that, Blaine, it lists all the Ferguson's name on there because oh, it was nice. a Ferguson family reunion. <laughs> so every one of their names is on the T-shirt. Obviously, we did not plan for that to go past like family and friends. I was just naive with like privacy settings on Facebook. <laughs> and so it, it blew up. And it's so funny. Even now, um, you know, there's uh, Corey. He's a physician. And some of the other ones will run into like patients or, or clients or friends. And they'll be like, I saw your name on a t-shirt from that father and daughter. And, and so it's kind of fun. Well, Savannah, we got a bunch of questions for you before we get to the beginning, which is uh, the very best place to start, right? What song is that? Let's start at the very beginning. Yeah. Um, let's update. <laughs> it's, from, it's from the sound of music. It's from the sound or is of music. It, or isn't is it Mary it? Oh, sound of music. Oh, you got it. Yeah, when you sing, you, yeah. when you, sing you, you start with Do, Re, Mi, Do, yeah. Re, Mi. The first three notes yes. just happen to Good be. Call, That's man. it. All right, so look, yes. here's where we are. On YouTube, you have 652,000 subscribers with 74.1 million views. Facebook is 546,000 followers. Instagram is 146,000 followers. Matt and SavannahMusic.com, 647,000 subscribers. Twitter is 1,619. There's some work to do on Twitter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Twitter is one of those one. I still don't know how to use Twitter. Well, Twitter's, Twitter's not the best flat platform for streaming <laughs> no. stuff anyhow. But so. that's a, no. I added it up. It's 1.9 million. And we're going to share some crazy numbers in addition to that in just a couple of minutes. So as the two of you sit here with us today, 1.9 million people have checked out your singing abilities. Savannah, does that blow your mind? 
Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, I was at the Taylor Swift concert with my mom a few weeks ago, and there were like 60,000 people in in that room. Um, And just looking at all those people and like thinking about how many people have seen our videos, it kind of was surreal for me to, I don't know, it like kind of put um, perspective on how many people have seen our music. Um, so yeah, it's definitely very, very crazy. And I never could have expected that. Mm-hmm. So, so Savannah, let's go back to when this whole thing started back in 2020. COVID had shut down the world, like shut down mm-hmm. our world. We were doing live sporting events. Hey, we yeah. were still doing some of them, but we were in arenas, huge arenas, like you're talking about, no people in it. No. Dave and I sitting down there at tables 20 feet apart with masks on calling games. It was the strangest time in the world for all of us. But for you, it, 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 it shut down choir practice and you guys being mm-hmm. able to get together and do all that. So to keep your group of friends in touch with each other, you got this idea of starting a group chat on Instagram. So, so take us, what happened next with that? You know, when um, COVID hit and we released that first video, um, you know, we... We didn't expect for it to go viral at all. Um, and we kind of just took that opportunity. And I just don't think we ever, we, I mean, obviously we never stopped. Um, it was like a week after that, we posted a million dreams um, to kind of thank everyone for listening to the prayer. And that picked up as well. And, um, you know, every week during COVID, we would release another song. It definitely kept us very busy, but that was COVID life for us. We were just, constantly recording and um we were doing new stuff all the time like through zoom of course but yeah it was busy for us um which i'm honestly super grateful for because i feel like i would have gone crazy otherwise <laughs> see we were fighting in our family you guys were doing music we were homeschooling wasn't a big thing wasn't a big hit with the kids oh uh, gosh that was roof. The worst plenty of that over here as well don't worry <laughs> so you you guys decide uh savannah you decide you want to record a song and send it to your friends which is which is the prayer and your dad is out working in the yard and you go out and get him uh you want him to change clothes but he's like come on this is just for your friends let's sit down here and and, re- and record this thing. So what does he say when you go out there and go, hey, come in here and let's record this song? Um, He was down for it. Um, It was, I don't really think he had any questions. You were just like, yeah, seems fun. Let's go for it. Yeah. Um, because I think neither one of us really expected for it to really do anything. So it wasn't, I don't know, it was just kind of. I mean, if you watch that video, it's so funny because it's so unprofessional. (laughs) Like we didn't even know to turn the phone sideways. So there's like big old black bars on the side. I pop out a screen completely once because I wasn't paying attention. I think I just leaned (laughs) over. It's just, we, we really didn't expect anyone to see it. Um, And had we known, I think that it would have been viewed so widely um, we probably would have, taking it way more seriously but then you kind of wonder would it have had like the charm right, right? Of, yeah because right. it was clear that we just didn't, didn't know what we were doing we weren't trying to be anything it just kind of happened yeah. <laughs> yeah and matt you grew up singing you went to weber state um on a music scholarship so music's been part of your life most of your life right and um yeah. but you didn't as you guys just mentioned you had no idea what was going to happen um, from any of this? I mean, basically it was, uh, hey, let's just sit down and do a duet. Let's just sing into a microphone attached to an iPad or a computer, I assume, right? Right, it was, and, yeah. And, and what happened next is 
is just remarkable. How did this thing take off from there? You know, I think I wonder that, too, because um, when we posted it, uh, we posted it first. You posted it on Instagram mm -hmm. and it didn't really like get crazy on Instagram because you can't share it. It was um, I don't know how that works, but it, but Facebook has that like shareability. Everyone just starts passing it around. Yeah. And um, I, I think there were some key people that probably picked up on it and shared it. There uh, were. Um happiest right that's what it's called yeah yeah so there's that there's a social media company called happiest based out of the uk and they shared our video which has been since just a mind-blowing amount of views on that one um but i, th I think that's kind of how it started to spread yeah. is is on facebook especially and we started youtube we didn't even have a youtube channel we started that when we posted a million dreams was it during yeah after yeah, the second one week yeah it took me hours to figure out how to make a post on youtube it was ridiculous <laughs> now, now we've you, come a long way yeah now you 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 command the world at your fingertips with you're going to send it out and they're going to watch it uh the song's called the prayer andre bocelli uh made it famous here's the original recording that uh, in three months, let's see, you had like th you had three or four views early, and then in three months you had six million, which is crazy <laughs> on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, yeah. Let's let's take a listen, Matt and Savannah Shaw, the prayer. Find your love. I pray we'll find your love and hold it in our hearts. Hold it in our hearts. When stars go out each night. When stars go out each night. Remind us where you are. Let this be. Fill our day. Lead us to a place. Guide us with your grace to a place where we'll be safe. A world where Every heart 
about that man savannah shaw father daughter singing duo on the wise guys this week on youtube facebook twitch and wiseguys.com please subscribe it's all free and our wives would appreciate it and we give a shout out to all the fergusons whose names we watched all represented on on that shirt on that so i don't know how the technology works could you guys watch that again yourselves or were you just sitting waiting for that just now we, yeah, we weren't seeing anything. We caught a little bit of the audio. Oh, okay, so so you get, but you have seen that obviously um, many times, and, yeah. and and now you've performed that since that time live, at, in multiple occasions. How, how many times do you think now you have performed that <laughs> that song together? We perform it every show we do. Um, we that's like our encore. So if people ask for an encore. We'll come back out and sing the prayer, which is so fun that we get to end a, end a show with the song that started it for us. Oh yeah, yeah. How, how many times? I don't know because we, we've. I don't even know how many shows we've done. No, me neither. You guys need to. You need to. You need to count it up and because and you got to keep adding it up. Dave and I were doing a thing a couple weeks ago. We were trying to figure out how many games and shows we've done together, and it's over a thousand. It's crazy. Wow. And then, and then we start to just reminisce, and so you, you got to keep track. You guys, you need to count it. And just we say, do. We, we've done that. We've done this many shows because it's a great memory and enjoy it while you're doing it. It's just amazing. And you guys are still friends. Yeah. yeah which is actually even more amazing, honestly. That <laughs> is amazing. Good for you guys. Hey, That's awesome. so this song goes viral. Uh, and the next thing you know, Savannah, you're on Good Morning America and the Kelly Clarkson show. Was that an out-of-body experience? Oh, my gosh. You guys don't even know. Um, <laughs> when we did Good Morning America, my mom woke me up. Um, and she said it was like an Anna from frozen moment where I like sit up and my hair is crazy. She's like, Hey, you're going to be on good morning America. And like today they just (laughs) called. So get ready. Um, cause you know, you got to do this interview. So that was crazy for sure. And then when we did Kelly Clarkson, I've admired her for so long that sitting there waiting for her to join the zoom call was like the scariest thing of my life. Cause I was like, (laughs) she's going to pop on. 
at any moment and am I going to be weird? What am I going to say? <laughs> it was so crazy, but both really, really awesome experiences for us. And I'm really glad that we, we did it. So yeah. And Kelly is so nice. Like she's, she's so fun to talk to oh, during sure. the breaks. She was just cracking so jokes. Funny. And, oh, it was, it was fun, but she was recording out of her home as well. So yeah. You know, oh, her, her dog was barking in the back, and like that was it, life then, right? And and, and right, her, yeah. And her talent, yeah. her talent is so off the charts; it's just ridiculous. She's one of the greatest singers of our time. To Agreed. be on oh, yeah. that, how cool, mm -hmm. Savannah? We understand that you were once pretty shy. Um, what changed? Mm -hmm. Like, what what happened here? I think before this whole music thing happened for us, I just never really pushed myself um, past my comfort zone. I mean, I did at times, of course, like everyone does, but, um, I was just, you know, I had a comfort zone and I really liked being in that zone. <laughs> um, and when the music thing happened, I was just like, there is no comfort zone anymore. Like you have to get out of that. Um, I was, therapy. yeah, exposure therapy <laughs> for real. I mean, it was like being woken up, being told that I'm going to be on good morning America in an hour. That's just, that was how my life was. Um, so it was definitely really fast, um, where I just kind of had to break out of my shell and learn how to be different. And I feel like at this point we've been doing this for over three years now mm -hmm. and it kind of has become who I am. Um, but yeah, for a long time, it was really hard for me to share my voice, let alone even like talk to people. <laughs> I was so shy. So I'm glad that is not me anymore. <laughs> Let's get right to the core issue here. Cause uh, you're, you're, you were at the time in high school. So what yeah. are your friends? What do your friends think of all this? Yeah. Um, that is a good question. I think my friends were just well, they were really like excited for me, but they were also confused at the same time <laughs> um, because my life just looked different at that point. Like they were like, I don't know, like, after COVID happened, they were wanting to hang out all the time and do all the high school things that you normally do. And I just wasn't in that time of my life anymore. I was working and I switched to online school to do music. Yeah. Um, so I think that was really confusing to them. So like, why are like, why are you doing this? <laughs> um, but I don't regret anything. I'm so glad that I, you know, that I took that path. And I really do think that my, I learned who my real friends were in that experience because they were the ones that stuck with me through it all. Right. Um, and I made a lot of new friends doing music. And it's funny because they're like, adults you know people that are way older than me but i'm really close to these people because i work with them so see blaine's way older than me but we're real close because we work together <laughs> so I, can, I can relate that's so nice of blaine I, I accept him for who he is and that's all there is to that's it but right. all yeah my, good as you said all my inadequacies <laughs> so so matt um you mentioned the social media site in europe because this thing's just not a phenomenon in north america or united states this this thing is a, is a global phenomenon especially in the uk um, you, you, that social media site, and is it, is it the one you just mentioned? Because happiness, yeah, yeah happiness. Ninety five is that number right? Ninety five million views. It hit number one for views in the UK. What, what's that? Yeah. Can you wrap your head around that? This isn't just hey, I'm a star. We're stars in the United States. You guys are global. This is a global phenomenon. Yeah, it really blew our mind, I think, to, to realize how far and wide the music had spread. Um, and, and that was one of the things that just 
that really surprised us is to see how many views that had. 95 million is, it's hard to wrap your brain around what that means. Um, and then to, to have your album, um, we, were, we were on a guy's show in, in the UK named Michael Ball. Um, him and Alfie Bo, if you know them, they're no, like, Alfie, best. yes, absolutely. Yeah. They're like best friends. They tour together all the time, but Michael's really popular in the UK. So he had us on a show and it was like the next day, our album hit number one of all genres in the UK. <laughs> and we just like, it just blows our mind that people from other countries uh, know our music. And we're just a little, you know, dad and daughter from who knows where Utah, you know, that like, to have our music being listened to and streamed. Um, we do concerts, we do, um, we do, we have an annual Christmas concert we do at the Eccles Theater here in Utah that we that we sell a live stream ticket to so anyone in the world can watch. And last year, I think we had 27 different countries represented in our live stream, you know, viewer audience, just, I, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't. I it's. I still can't comprehend that. It blows my mind. Well, you're right in there. You, you got the Rolling Stones over there. You got the Beatles. You got you <laughs> two, and you have the Shaws. That's what we got well, going on in the United but, Kingdom for a day at least. Right? <laughs> well, and, and we, we were thinking about you. Know, you started with covers, and now you guys are doing some of your own stuff. The first couple of covers you chose. Hey guys, let's just go big, right? Let's, yeah. let's let's go with the prayer. Let's 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 do. Hey, then let's cover Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston, and then let's also cover the Beatles. Like you yeah. guys weren't messing around. You were taking on giants and doing a phenomenal job. How did how did oh. you decide what songs you were going to to choose early on? It yeah. was songs that would work for a male and female duet um, because. There are a lot of those songs out there, so we that aren't like sappy love. Songs. Yeah, so we our choices were very limited, so we did kind of have to take on those those big songs. But after a while, we were like, "This we are running out of options," and I don't know what we're gonna do. So that's when we hired on our music producer to take some of our favorite songs and turn them into duets. But at the beginning, I feel like the choice was kind of made for us. <laughs> yeah, and they were our favorite songs too. I mean, just music that we, oh, we for really- For sure. I mean, we, we really believe in every song that we do, but yeah, yeah it's it, kind of funny. Yeah, it got tricky there for a while. I mean, we were looking at singing some songs that would have been very uncomfortable for our audience. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, male, female duets are not, yeah, I mean, they're, they're usually love songs, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. You have five albums, recently finished live concert dates in Nashville, Atlanta, and Alabama as part of the Share Hope, Spread the Joy, Share Hope, Spread Joy Tour, which is an awesome name. July 17th, you're at the Kenley Amphitheater in Layton, Utah. So, Savannah, how does it feel to be a star? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't feel like anything has really changed, I guess. Like, I guess my life has changed, but who I am hasn't changed. Um, so sometimes it just doesn't feel like a real experience, I guess. Like sometimes I feel like I'm dreaming and I'm just going to wake up tomorrow and realize, oh yeah, that was a really fun dream. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think the best part of this whole job is the people that you meet. Um, I've, you know, we've had the opportunity to meet so many different people and connect with people all around the world. Um, so I think being a star <laughs> is awesome because of, you know, the worldwide connections that you have. Yeah. 
Matt, you, your dad passed away when you were way too young. You're just a teenager when your dad passed away. Um, this time you've had with Savannah has to be really cool. Time that you didn't get a, a chance to spend with your dad, and now you get to spend this time with Savannah. You guys get to do a lot together. Does that make this even more special? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, my dad died when, when I was 14 years old, and he died when he was 38. And so um, I'm 42, and so I've had four years more than he did at this point, and three of those have been spent singing with Savannah. Um, and I, I do feel a little bit like it's borrowed time. And and so even though we're, we're busy, um, we have a lot going on, we really try to prioritize our our family um, and experiences and memories over things. We do a lot of trips together with mm-hmm. the music and just as a family. Um, and but yeah, it it all it, it makes this all very meaningful. Um, it, it was a weird point when I turned 38 and realized that's all the time my dad had yeah. on this, you know, on being our 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 dad. And so it, I take yeah, I, I try to prioritize as carefully as I can. Yeah. Savannah, when did you learn uh, that your dad could sing? He's been singing my whole (laughs) life. Um, I remember, I mean, this is actually a story that my mom has told me, but we, we listened to Josh Groban all the time growing up. And when I was really young, I would think that that was my dad singing. I would, you know, tell my mom, oh my gosh, that's my dad. I didn't correct her. When Josh (laughs) Groban was singing. So I think I've known just my whole life um, that my dad can sing. And I think that's really what inspired me to do that. I don't know if I would have really experimented with my voice that young if mm-hmm. I didn't hear you doing that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I. It, it's weird that we never really thought to sing together until the prayer. I know. It's it's such a, a I mean, I don't know why. Why didn't I, we? Yeah, I have no idea. We did maybe <laughs> two songs. Um like one was in church and then one was for my choir. Like I performed a little thing for my choir with my dad. But other than that, it was nothing. So you guys didn't like just have a Sunday night. We would just get together and hang and sing together. Have a jam session. No, there were no like karaoke nights. I mean, we just, that, that video, the prayer was, was really like the first time we had really sung together. Yeah. And, um, other than a few other little times that, I mean, you know, maybe those count too, but like, it's odd to think back after all that we've done now, it's weird to think back and, at, and, and why, like, I don't know. I don't know why we didn't do it before. I mean, Couldn't find dad, the songs maybe. I don't know. My dad, um, I remember him like kind of teaching me some things. Um, like I really wanted to be in a play when I was in junior high. And I remember him kind of teaching me how to act and like how to sing and how should I, you know, perform this song. So I do remember you doing that, but we never sing together. Yeah. Which is another interesting part of Savannah's story that I like to tell because Savannah, she, she says she was super shy. Um, She did try out for some musical things um, like the higher level choir. You tried out for some plays. Yeah. I was always like, I was on for maybe 10 minutes of the entire play, but like 
I was in the very, very back. Never I, got the part. Never really didn't make the high school choir. No. Like she and and they, it was what is it? Was it a year after not making the high school choir that you had a number one on iTunes? Yeah. One year. Yeah, one year. Isn't that crazy? That I crazy. love that part she's, of the story. She's, she's the Michael Jordan of singing. <laughs> Michael got cut <laughs> by a sophomore high school coach. Got cut. He ended up being pretty dang good, right? Yeah, it worked so, out some, for him. Sometimes when it's not the success that comes right away. It, Drives us a little bit, and it just comes at a different time. Here, here is sure. here's another popular song. Let's take a clip of this. Uh, this is "When You Believe," Matt and Savannah Shaw. Many nights we've prayed with no proof anyone could hear. In our hearts, a hopeful soul we barely understood. Now we are not afraid, although we know there's much to fear. We were moving mountains long before we knew we could. There can be miracles when you That is a clip from When You Believe as uh, Matt and Savannah Shaw continue with us on The Wise Guys. How many views on that one? That was that was cool. Oh, that's such a sad story, actually, <laughs> because we we filmed that out on uh, there was a structure. I don't even know if I should name it at this point, but um, it's <laughs> it's up on the Salt Lake. And lots of other Utah artists have filmed there. We just, um, you know, it's on public land, so we assumed it was fine. We got a copyright notice on our video. And they what? wanted us to. This yes. is after it had like two million. It views. had millions of views, and they said you have to take it down. And we're like, but we, the other Utah artists have have done videos on this, and no one got flagged. But I don't know. Maybe there was just. I don't know. They picked us. So we had to actually take the whole video off of YouTube, re-edit the whole thing so you can't see 
the structure that we were filming in really? and we had to re-upload it. So oh it had goodness. millions of views and we just had to re-upload it like, I don't know, a month or well, two ago. As we're watching that, it's very obvious. There's no longer a microphone and an iPad sitting in front of you <laughs> yeah. like, like, or, or, a, or a Ferguson family reunion t-shirt on. Right. So you guys yep. have music videos, professional studios, backup singers. Like that group was good, really good. The backup singers. Oh, they're phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Musicians that are working with you. You have your own material that you're recording now. Um, I, I, all that I just said sounds like a lot of work right now, though. Savannah, like how do you keep <laughs> how do you keep it fun? It's work now, isn't it? For sure. But I think you just have to prioritize the things that matter to you. Um and that you want to pursue like I'm still pursuing things other than music like I have another job um so it's just important to you know make time for what's important <laughs> but you know music really is my favorite thing ever and I'm so lucky to do this as my job most of the time it just feels like you know just feels like the fun stuff <laughs> Well, Matt, Garth Brooks once said, and I know you love this quote, every blessing is a curse, every curse is a blessing. How does that equate to your experience? Um, I mean, it's so true, and, and I do. Thank you for sharing that. I love that quote, um, it, and it is true. I think, you know, a lot of people look at social media stars or even like Broadway stars or, or, or artists in general and um, you may see them at a show or you may see a music video. And um, that's just, you know, the, the tip of um, the massive foundation that was required to get to that point. And, and the amount of work and effort that's put in to make it look easy is it's just tremendous. And the blood, sweat and tears and the failures and, you know, that, that lead up to that success is often unseen. Um, but, uh, but that's often what's required to, uh, to make it work. You know, we had our flash in the pan success early on doing all the shows and, and then it became evident that it was, was going to be work, you know, and, and, uh, if we were going to make this happen, um, we needed to, to work hard at it. But the reason it was, we were so willing to do that is just because of the, the meaningful responses, what it meant to people. And so our whole mission statements, share hope, spread joy, it makes the work a lot easier. That's great stuff. And, and people don't realize how much work it is. You no. guys, you guys have come a long way, not just with all of the elements that you've put in, but perfecting your craft. And it's, it's just amazing. Hey, what role does Brooke play in all of this? Cause she spent some time, she spent some time in our home back in the olden days and, and we That's spent, right. spent some time up at the Ferguson home back in the olden days. And so, so what role does mom play in all of this? My mom, um, does so many things behind the scenes. Like you, she's really what keeps everything running for us. Um, she kind of just fills in, you know, what we're missing and helps us along the way. Um, you know, my mom is at almost every show, at almost every recording session. And um, when she's not there, she's home taking care of the kids so that we can be out doing those things. So, you know, she really is just what keeps it all together. Yeah. yeah and on top awesome. of that, if you watch that music video back, you'll see that Brooke's in it. She's in oh, the choir. Oh, oh, I've nice. got to go back and look for that. We sneak her in <laughs> Yeah, sometimes. so we'll, we'll sneak her in. Um, she sang uh, background vocals on a few of our tracks. And so... Oh, that is good stuff. Yeah, so she helps out 
just about everywhere you can. And really, we say this all the time, but she's the glue that keeps, you know, the whole family together, keeps everything running. We a thousand percent couldn't be doing what we're doing without her. Yeah, she, she, uh, I'd be surprised if she doesn't have some memory of being in our house, sitting around the piano or around a guitar on a Sunday night or sometime during the week. And singing. Oh, she totally remembers. She, she yeah, can, she mentioned it to us earlier. She can tell you that music was big, big, big at our house, yeah. and still is big at our house, right? Performing arts are huge in our home, and and your mom spent some of that time. Um, I I know we've been out in the backyard of our house in Kaysville with her there with the guitar out and singing some songs as she was growing up. So it's oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, she remembers that. She just went and celebrated your daughter at their show here when it toured. Uh, here in Salt Lake, Moulin Rouge, that was really exciting for her to to cheer her on and celebrate her success too. Well, I'm love I'm loving seeing uh, uh, your success, and I know what work it takes to because we we've watched that uh, from up close and and to watch mm-hmm. this next generation, Savannah, mm-hmm. for for you to do really well, it's been really cool. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. A few more minutes with Matt and Savannah Shaw. Uh, Savannah, you're the oldest of the four children. So mm-hmm. how do you make sure the others don't feel like they're on the outside looking in? Um, I think that we just include them wherever they want to be included. But I also think that it's important to not force them to go to anything they don't want to go to or, um, you know, make them sing with us if they don't want to, you know, anything like that. Um, so we really it is a family thing for us um, wherever they want to be included. They are. So I would say that's probably kind of how we've gone about it but at the same time we again really prioritize just doing the fun things like we just got home from a trip in hawaii with our family so we're making sure to spend that quality time as well yes we've had we've had uh, penny jean um sing on a few of our our songs she's singing on our upcoming album and we've had easton play the ukulele and eric has even provided some intermission dance routines at some of our shows nice. which has been fun <laughs> that's good so, yeah it's fun that is good stuff well we got a cover we want to share uh from the beatles which we love uh here comes the sun uh, another uh, number from matt and savannah shaw here comes the sun here comes the sun and i say it's alright Little darling It's been a long cold lonely winter Little darling It feels like years since we've been here Here comes the sun Man, you guys are good. Matt and Savannah Shaw. You <laughs> Thank should do all, you. Why don't you do all the Beatles songs? Just start with number one and just go through the through the library. See, uh, we've been tempted. I'm, we have. I'm older than Dave, but he's an older soul than me. Like, 
he likes the old school stuff. You know, he's, he's a, so do he's I, a though. The Beatles, guy. I don't know. Do they ever get old? No, really? they don't no. get old. They no. don't get old. Yeah, so. But don't. he also likes ACDC, which I just don't understand at all. But that's... Yeah. I'm with you there. That's for another show. I got, it's, for a, another show it's a large so. palette. It's so, a large palette. Hey, a, a, question, a question for both of, the, both of you. Savannah first. Describe the power that can come from music. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good question. Um... I think that music is just, it has the ability to speak to us in ways that words can't. Um, I feel like I am most touched by music. Um, and a lot of, you know, my favorite memories are involved with music. And I just think that it's such a, it's just a connecting force um, between everyone, you know? So I really do feel like so many um, important messages can be shared through through that um and we've had the opportunity to do some benefit concerts and benefit songs um because of that you know power through music so i do think it's very much needed um in today's world yeah i think for there's just and it's hard to it's hard to explain almost but there's such a power with music and when i am singing um i don't cry often but i think probably you've seen me cry the most when I'm on stage. Oh, I've singing. only seen him cry on stage. <laughs> it's just because it just unlocks part of, of your soul just deep inside that is sometimes hard to express otherwise. But when you're, when you're having this shared experience with an audience, with music, there's a, there's a real tangible energy and power that comes from that. And people share experiences with us about how the music has affected them. We've had people that um, we have, they, they've been in a coma and been playing our songs and they wake up to our music. You know, the, our music is what causes someone to squeeze a hand or just that these messages are incredible, but uh, there, there really is a power there. I wish I knew what it was, but for some reason we as humans have been built to respond on a deep uh, emotional level to, to music. There's real power there. Music and sports go hand in hand. I and mean, just, sports. Just this right. last weekend with the Masters Golf Tournament, it's just a golf tournament until they start playing the Masters piano yeah, music. Yeah, they start playing the music then and it showing reverent. the then, flowers and everything. And, and we're having like, a spiritual experience. Then they like, got us. What makes then this golf us. tournament different that the music does? When the when the yeah. Cougars take the field, they, the band plays Rise and Shout, and it brings an adrenaline out of everybody. And the two of you have chosen to, to take music to promote peace and joy. Why is that so important to you? Yeah, I mean, that became our mission statement really early on. And that actually came from Brooke. Uh, that was something that that, that she um, talked about early on is, is we wanted to make sure that everything we did um, was it fit that purpose to share hope or to spread joy. And so that that goes into every song that we choose to sing. Sometimes it's just to make somebody smile, but a lot of them have a deeper meaning and message that can heal hearts. Um, and it, it really came from a lot of the response and the messages that we got uh, about our music. And we realized the power of it and the responsibility we now have as, as an instrument of hope and as an instrument of joy. To be able to do that is pretty remarkable, and um, and we're just thrilled to have an opportunity to use our voices for something like that. 
That's great stuff. Hey, um, Matt, are you are you still in the real estate business when you're not doing music, or, or is it all music now? No, I still am. I still do my my real estate stuff. I yeah, I've got a, a business partner. We've been best friends since high school, and so he kind of he handles things for me when I'm out and about touring and doing music. So so you're juggling but, uh, juggling both of those worlds, and uh, and yeah. uh, I knew you had a successful real estate company. I'm glad to hear that's still going great. And Savannah, what are you doing? You mentioned doing other stuff. What are you doing when when music isn't um, like the, the most important thing in life at that moment. <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually starting this summer. I'll be doing, I'll be going to a skin science school, um, which I'm super excited about. My mom's cousin owns a medical spa, so I'll be working for her. Um, and it's just really flexible with music and it's some stuff I'm passionate about. So really excited for that. Awesome. Well, we want you to both commit right now when you have a new album ready to come out, that you'll come back on the show. Just we will, yeah, yeah. So, that's so you coming guys, up pretty soon, too. Last week, Elaine Bradley was on with us, and I don't know if you know who Elaine is, but she is uh, the drummer and does a lot of the vocals oh. for Neon Trees. That's right, uh, she's, one yeah. of the t- she's one of the best female drummers of all time. So she was on a show in studio with us, and uh, she said, uh, probably my bandmates are going to kill me and our producers are going to kill me, but I just wanted to tell you guys, We've been in the studio for the last eight months. We're coming out with a new album. We're going to go on tour. We're like, what are you you're announcing it on this show? Absolutely. She's like, I just couldn't keep it any longer. So she announced it here. So you don't have to oh, announce cool. it on this show. But when you do, um, why don't you guys come on and, and we'll play some clips. We'll play some clips and we'll promote a little bit. That'd be really fun to have you guys do that. Oh, we'd love to. Yeah, it would be fun. Yeah. All right, let's finish. Let's finish with five quick questions for both Matt and Savannah, and uh, and then we'll get you back to your your regularly scheduled afternoon. So yeah, and evening. (laughs) So thank you. We we do we do this with everyone that comes out, and you're not supposed to think. Just the first thing that comes to your mind. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. Ready? Your favorite your favorite sports movie. Savannah first. I don't know any sports (laughs) movies. (laughs) You don't. Um. I don't know. I'm so sorry. I know mine. I've got his helmet right there. It's Rudy. There you go, there you Rudy. Go. Okay, we got to help Savannah out. What, what's one we can have Savannah watch? Have you? Let's see, Savannah. What sports show have, do you think you've watched where you were really moved by the music? Maybe we'll just try and bring that in. I'm just trying to think. Like, uh, well, let's see. Sports movies. Uh, there's Sandlot, which is a yeah, baseball Sandlot movie. Sandlot is old school. There we go. Old That's school. It. You love Sandlot. Sandlot. Or so, what's, um, little Giants. Unbroken? What about Little Giants? Is that a sports movie? Oh, yeah. one. Which one? Is Unbroken a sports yeah, movie? Yeah, Unbroken kinda? is, yes. Okay, well, that's probably my favorite. It's a sports movie and then some, right? right. Like, Remember yeah. the Titans is a sports movie and then some. Rudy's See, a sports movie. See, we knew you movie. had one. See, you just <laughs> you just couldn't remember. So we'll 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 do that All one. All right, so, this is going to be a tough one, this next one. Yeah, this favorite Ooh. singer or band. It can be a sing, an, you know, a solo artist or a band. I know. So I am yeah. too. Uh, yeah, my first is Can Taylor. I say yours? Yeah. Dang it. Oh, sorry. I already said it. Taylor Swift. And? Whitney Houston. Yeah, I was good. That's exactly oh, what I was going to say. Whitney. Yeah. I love Whitney. Her, yeah. She, yeah. Just, so she just opens me, her mouth and the and the unbelievable comes out. She just opens it up and it's oh, just so yeah. easy. It's not fair. She's I, incredible. We both agree. Greatest female vocalist of all time, I think, was Whitney. The and things then I she think could do is the crazy. best female songwriter of all time is Taylor. So she's, that's why I love them both. She's crazy. <laughs> she's crazy talented. How about you, Matt? Your favorite singer or band? Uh my favorite singer would probably be um I, I'd have to say Josh Groban, but I'd have to say early days Josh Groban. Early yeah. Groban, yeah. Okay. Um, I love his stuff back then. You I love I, Ben Rector. Yeah, I love, I love his, Ben Rector. His prayer with Charlotte Church is one of my favorite versions of that ever. 
If you yeah, have, if you a lot of people that. don't know about that version, yeah, but it's, it's a good beautiful. Yep. Uh, I agree. Hey, uh, Savannah, how was Taylor's uh, concert? Was that good? <laughs> I can't stop talking about it because it was so good. <laughs> and I'm obsessed. I like looking for tickets online, like hoping someone sells theirs for a reasonable price because I want to go again so bad. Right. <laughs> she, yeah, she, she's an things. incredible talent. Great songwriter, great performer. Yep. She's, a, she's a talent. Okay, here's an yeah. easy one. Favorite breakfast cereal? Lucky Charms. Ever yes. since I was a kid. Yes. <laughs> Lucky really? Charms. Lucky Charms? Yeah. Do you, and you eat the charms? Oh, yeah. Hey, oh, Savannah, do you ever save up the charms and eat just the <laughs> oats? So that at the very end, you get like two full bites of nothing but marshmallow charms. Do you ever do That's that? That's the only way to do it. Amen. Dave, are you listening to this I'm right listening. now? I'm listening. I'm making notes. Okay, good. Making notes. Making notes. More of a Captain <laughs> Crunch guy. What about you, Matt? Mine's controversial because it, it's you, you kind of have to have a love-hate relationship. But Captain Crunch. Are you serious? Oh, I loved Captain Crunch. You, That's your favorite right now? I mean, I don't eat cereal right now. So, but mm. Captain Crunch was my favorite, even though it like wrecks your mouth. It's you know how like yeah, that's the top of the mouth, it's, the roof of the mouth. But man. you know what? That's a yeah. pi- that's a price I'm willing to pay. I know, me too. Crunch. That's the thing. I'm, I'd even love it still. So, yeah, Good. Danny Ainge. Savannah doesn't know who Danny is, probably, but Matt knows who Danny Ainge is, right? I do. Yeah, Savannah. Danny Ainge is a. Uh, um, the National Player of the Year at BYU in basketball. Then he was a world champion with the Boston Celtics. Then he was a coach of the Phoenix Suns. Then he was the general manager for world championships with the Boston Celtics. And he is now the CEO of the Utah Jazz. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so Beautiful anyhow, story. he comes in here. He comes in on our show and we go, favorite breakfast cereal. What did he say? Shredded wheat. Shredded wheat. I was like, wait, with no sugar? Shredded wheat? Shredded wheat. Yeah, things are really... And and then I went home and my wife got mad at me because she said, remember he had some heart problems? You need to leave him alone. We're picking on (laughs) these. So I'm like, okay, shredded wheat it is. So So we're we're perfectly happy with Lucky Charms and Captain Crunch. Yeah, so, okay. Favorite song to sing? Uh. Oh, I feel like that changes all the time for me. Um... My two favorite solo songs are She Used to Be Mine from The Waitress and I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston. Um, but I think my favorite song to sing with my dad is probably When You Believe or Bridge Over Troubled Water. Sorry, that was four. Yes, for one. Wow. But, but hey, there you go. Bridge, Bridge Over Troubled Water. That was that's right out of that. Yeah, that's a good one, too. So great. what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Oh, that is impossible to choose. That's like someone choosing a favorite child or it's just wrong. You just don't do it. Well, that's our next question <laughs> for Matt. Didn't, didn't so. I just hear that Taylor just broke up with her boyfriend? Yeah, I, I oh, hope no. that's not true. It makes me so no, sad. I just, I just heard that the other night and I, I turned to Brendan and I said, oh, here we go. There's going to be like five songs about this yeah, dude. Five this new dude, albums. Oh, yeah. Gosh, a big, big there's going to be a new now. album. You can't date her. She'll kill you after you break up with songs. It's not good. I know. That comes with the territory with Taylor, I guess. Matt, favorite song to sing? Um, I love to sing Homeward Bound. That's one of my favorites. Good one. And I love to sing the prayer. I just, the energy in the room every time we sing the prayer is, it's just tangible. So those are my favorites. Beautiful, beautiful. And Homeward Bound, I, sometimes I'll even listen to the, Motab's version of it. Yeah, it's pretty good. I love their version. So good. So good. Yep. Okay. Last question. Favorite advice from mom, Brooke, and Matt's uh, case. Favorite (sighs) advice that Brooke ever gave both of you? Hmm. I feel like my mom is just full of great advice, so it's hard to choose 
One. Um, I think one thing that has always been so valuable to me that my mom has taught me is to really love yourself um, because she's always taught me that when you love yourself, it is easier to love other people and to um, give to the world, um, you know, when you're taking care of yourself. So I would say that's probably the most valuable advice she's ever given me because I think throughout this process, um, you know, it's awesome that we get to give so much to people, but it's helped remind me that before I do that, I need to make sure I'm, you know, loving myself, taking care of myself. So, yeah. That's good. That's a good one. Matt. Mine's not nearly as deep. It's kiss the cook. That's my favorite advice. <laughs> does she, ha- does she have a, um, I think Brenda might have a, uh, apron that says kiss the cook on it. Does she really? Yeah. Which I do every time she's in that, of course. You That's what to. I'm saying. Yep. That's great God, advice, God, right? God, That's per- perfect advice. So <laughs> Matt, you look back at that picture, uh, on the wall behind the two of you of a much smaller group of Shaws and, uh, yeah. Now it's uh, now you have a family with a global reach. Is it amazing what uh, what one family can do? I mean, it, it it is amazing. I hope it's a testament to those who, um, you know, like Savannah, maybe were a little bit shy to to share their talents because there's so much good that can come from people who, you know, step out of the comfort zone, be a little bit brave and vulnerable, and and um, share whatever that is about yourself that's special to the world because it, it can make a difference and. Uh, yeah, we're just lucky to be in a position to be able to do that now. Amen. You can follow Matt and Savannah Shaw on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Matt and Savannah Music.com. Matt with one T, right? One T. Yeah, Matt with one T yeah. and Savannah with no H. Yeah, so M A T and A N D S A V A N N A, right? Yes. So That's it. Matt yeah. with we one just T, Savannah with to... no H. So. Yeah, we just didn't want to have to waste money on souvenirs with their names on it. <laughs> smart, you know? smart. They don't make them. Hey, so. <laughs> our advice uh, from the wise guys, Matt, is to keep wearing that BYU hat. Just find opportunities to pop that into a music video. Hey, let, let the whole I, world go, why I is there a Y on that hat? Oh, I yeah. know, it's right I here. Like I couldn't it. put it on with my headphones. Otherwise, I would have been wearing it. Well, we appreciate <laughs> we appreciate you repping the Y every once in a while. So maybe you know, <laughs> on one of these coming upcoming, you figure out how to, like just a little, maybe we'll get you a Y with just like a little BYU thing on the sleeve. So it would be really subtle, but we can, yes. we can point it out for people. We'll get you some gear. There you go. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd rep it. Yep. Rise and Shout would be a good song to add to the yeah, version. You don't have to go like Dave's version on the video, like the shirt he has on today. That's a little too much. Right yeah, there. it's just All a right. bright Y tonight. <laughs> so, but, uh, but appropriate. Right. Hey, we're, it's so great to have you on the show and to get to know you. And, and we look forward to having you back on. And, and uh, we're, proud to be, uh, we're proud to be a part of the Matt and Savannah Shaw Fan Club. So thank you. Well, thank, thank you, you guys. So it was much. a pleasure. That was hey, fun. Give, give my love and Brenda's love to the whole Ferguson family. Big hugs to everybody. We For will. Sure. Thanks, Blake. Right. Good talking Thanks, to you guys. guys. Good to talk to you guys. So those are the Shaws. What a duo. And, uh, it's you know, we throw those numbers out. It's, it's hard to even fathom how many people around the world have watched these two sing songs and, um, and, and, and from, you know, really starting right in their family room, up in Davis County, Utah, uh, to even that song, but the prayer, 95 million views in the United Kingdom. 95 million views. So, and I know that's a powerful duo. an album that was number one in the UK that came out, a digital album. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool stuff. And, hey, they're, you know, Matt had that BYU hat on on their very first yeah. big hit and represented the Y. They're representing the state of Utah really, really well as well. 
Um, and people are going, hey, they're from Utah. I wonder, you know, are they affiliated with BYU? Sure. Are they affiliated with the Mormon Church? I, you see that hat every now yeah, and then. So, so there you go. They're doing great things. Well, thank you for uh, coming on this show. That's that's just great. And and now when they put new albums out, we can just have them pop on. Yep. Say, hey, here's a new song, and talk to them for a couple of minutes. And now they're in. They're part of the Wise Guys family. Let's run over a couple of things uh, going on campus. Uh, and, 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 and we, I know we were talking about football before we started talking about music, and music and football are so intertwined. Uh, it's hard to imagine a football game without music. It's, it's hey, in, if you go to a soccer game or a volleyball, especially a volleyball game in the Smith Fieldhouse, every break has mm. music to get the crowd amped up. Um, music is a part of everything we do in athletics. At every big event in college sports, there's music involved in it, which is great. Some key dates for calendaring purposes. Friday's the last day of spring drills. They'll have a scrimmage. We'll have some reaction next week on yeah, the show. And then you mentioned earlier the portal, the transfer portal for football opens again on April 15th. It's just open for two weeks. So the 15th through the 30th, look for a couple of moves from BYU um, with some signees uh, coming during that, that next. And people are like, well, why didn't they get him the first time? There are a few guys out there that needed to finish their semester or their term and take care of academics um, before they could get into the transfer portal. And some lost their jobs right. during spring camp. Right, exactly. So so this is the, the second round for the portal, and uh, and expect BYU to have a little activity in that. April 27th through the 29th, the NFL draft. Jaron Hall, Blake Freeland, Puka Nakua, Caleb Hayes, all hoping to get their names called, yeah. and a yeah. handful of others hoping for camp invites. Yeah, Kate. Caleb Hayes moved up big time. He had a big pro day. Four three forty that he ran, and then Blake Freeland freaked everybody out with his freakish skills. So you expect him to be um, a high draft pick, second round maybe for Blake Freeland. Yeah, that's so, good money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, and and Jaron Hall, we expect to get taken in the draft as well. So hey, July first, BYU officially joins the Big Twelve. That's we've been talking about it. The official date. It felt like the official date. When football was over, it felt like they were in the Big 12. Yeah. When basketball just ended, it felt like now they're in the Big 12. But the official date when they're full-fledged member is July 1st. Yeah, that's a big day. Stadium of Fire that night on July 1st. After further review, kicks off its 10th season on BYU TV. July 25th, that's just around the corner. You and I, Knicks. And then September 2nd, that's the opener. Sam Houston at BYU. It looks like that game's going to be sold out. Sam it has Houston to be. It is going to be sold out. Uh, when the team takes the field, it'll just be it'll just be such a rush. Men's volleyball, they're up to number six in the new poll. They're 16-6, and 12-0 at the Smith Fieldhouse. They host Stanford Friday and Saturday, 7 o'clock Mountain Time on BYU TV with Jerem Jordan and Steve Vale. Uh, two wins there for the Cougars can lock up the two-seed in the conference tournament. Remember, this was kind of a bit of a rebuilding yeah, year, and now all of a sudden, here they are. Yeah, everybody's like, well, BYU's going to be reloading. Oh, how about number six in the country when you're reloading, right? How about That's that? like Alabama reloading in football. That's a good way to reload. The MPSF tournament is April 19th and 21st at uh, Stanford, so that's coming up. Yeah, hey, how about baseball? They're 11-19, and 5-7 and seven in WCC play. They beat San Francisco on Saturday 15-6 to six to win the series 2-1. 15-6, to six. was that... That was a baseball game? That was a baseball game. They got yeah. beat 15-5 to 5 the night before. It's crazy. They're... In that game the night before, this freshman, Luke Anderson, went 0-4 with three strikeouts. They, couldn't, couldn't have been worse. Then he turns it around and goes 
three home runs and a pair of doubles. Come on. Five for five. It's crazy. It was a stunning display. Gary Scheide and I were on the call on that one and hit the first one. And it's like, well, maybe he, then, he, then yeah. he hit the second one. Now it's all of a sudden, could he really do it? And he yeah. came up and bounced one uh, over the wall. or And then they, and he hit a double. And then he hit the third. And then we're thinking, can you hit four? Yeah. Is that even legal? And he comes up and he hits it down the right. So Unbelievable. Bounces over the wall. So, hey, um, Utah Tech's at BYU as we speak, right? So it's on the BYU TV app. So you can be listening to us and kind of watching Checking that. Checking on the you game. Know, you, can do, you can do both um, if you want to or watch it later on the app. And, and then, then Thursday through Saturday, they get a big series. Right, with Santa Clara. At Santa Clara over in the warm. Although it's warm here now. Yeah, so. I think it's supposed to cool down, believe it yeah. or not, later in the week. Softball's 20 and 10. They're 3 and 0 in the WCC. They've got Utah Valley tonight. That's going on now on the BYU TV app. Utah beat them last night. Cougars swept Santa Clara. Big series is this weekend at LMU Friday and Saturday. The teams are picked to finish in a tie for first. Right. Last year they finished in a tie for first, but because LMU won two games out of three against BYU early in the season. LMU got the tiebreaker, and they got invited to the NCAA tournament, and BYU didn't, even though BYU had like 42 wins. Right. They, got, they got totally dissed. But now they got to go to LMU, and they got to yep. face that demon. It's a big, big time. And so, and so without a conference tournament in softball, um, the winner of the series is pretty much going like, to be. Likely the NCAA tournament representative. And so this is a big, big weekend for, for softball. And uh, that, that's a program that's ready to compete in the Big 12 for sure. Yeah. So, uh, how about women's golf? I just would, we were over for the Easter egg hunt at the country club on Saturday. And um, they, Carrie was out there with her team and they were putting on the putting green. BYU Intercollegiates at Riverside Country Club in Provo. That wraps up today. So, and they've got the WCC championships coming up. Right. April 20th through 22nd. That's up in Bremerton, Washington. Beautiful. A place up there. Coach Roberts supposed to join us next week, and right. we'll talk about that yep. tournament. Men's so. golf, they're in the middle of the Western Intercollegiate in Santa Cruz, California. They've got the Ping Cougar Classic April 21st and 22nd over at Riverside Country Club. Yep. Hey, and next week, just so you know, Bilo in, in the house with us, he'll be talking about his five career You know he will be. That'll yeah, come and up. And then you mentioned Kerry Roberts ahead of the WCC Championships, but Brian Logan and Kerry Roberts are guests next week. April 25th, Brandon Doman and Byron Rex. By the way, we want to congratulate Isaac and Lexi as they welcome Luca into their world last week on the baby certificate. There should be a binding scholarship offer from yeah. BYU. Because they're both big-time athletes, and they're both tall and crazy. You know, They'll have freakish kids. So we're going to talk to Grandpa Rex. Right, Grandpa Byron. Coming up. And, and Johnny Harleen's going to kick off May with us. It'll be yep. a lot of fun here. On the wise guys. Um, we do want to extend our best wishes to former BYU president and member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles and our friend, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland, home dealing with some health challenges. And um, I tell you, there's no bigger fan of BYU sports than, uh, than our former president when we were students here. Um, and uh, we, we, again, our prayers to the Hollands and, and, uh, and wish him a speedy recovery. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's... He has been um, such a good friend to us and so kind for so many years and such a great friend to so many, right? Yeah. Um, so we wish him the very, very best. Let's finish with a, a couple of things. The, the, the Sandlot came out 30 years ago this past weekend. That, that got me thinking. Um, 
What's your favorite baseball movie? So there's a lot. So I'm going to just throw out some suggestions, yeah, and then I, you can I, spin I, it back around. I'm, I'm between I'm between the Sandlot and Field of Dreams, and I know you have those both on the list. Those are my two best baseball movies. There's The Natural, Moneyball. Ooh, I forgot about yeah. Moneyball. Bad News Bears uh, with Tanner out there yeah. running around. <laughs> uh, a League of Their Own, Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. Major League, Fever Pitch with um, uh, the dude on the – on uh, um, the Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon. Oh yeah, that's right. That's that's, right. that's a pretty cute one. And the rookie, yeah, the rookie with is about the the old high school coach, yeah, who goes back and Boy. and and it's based on a true story, and he's pitching for the Texas Rangers. That one is high, yeah. high, let, high on my let, list. Let us know your favorite out there on the chat. But I, I man, the Sandlot is so good and so many lines. But I think, man, and I love Moneyball. But I'm gonna go with Field of Dreams. I, I just it's such a good movie. Yes, it is. It, and I, I'm going to go with Moneyball uh, and, and but Field of Dreams. These are we're talking about classics. Yeah. But there's some movies you're flipping around and all of a sudden they're on. You just stop. If the field, if field of Dreams is on, I'm watching it. Yeah. And Moneyball, if, if it's on, you stop. And you're just like, OK, where are we at in this? Yeah. How much time do I have thing? left before oh, and, it's too late? Uh, I got to go to bed. And, and there's a lot of lines in Moneyball that that. Oh. Uh, that uh, and, but I'll tell you what, you want to watch a good movie. Uh, go watch The Rookie. Um, yeah. with, um, I can't remember his name, but, uh, uh, I should remember his name. He's in the movies all the time, but, uh, it's this coach in El Paso or somewhere in West Texas. And, uh, his, his, his team makes a challenge that if they get to regionals or whatever, he'll, he'll he's go got to try, try out, out. Yep. for the Texas Rangers he, and, he and the it. rest is, um, yeah. it's just, it's just a good feeling of, of, uh, of, of being a dad and being a coach and accomplishing yeah, it's, it's, something. It's a good one. This, you know, and we, all of these have like, when I think of all these, we talked about music a lot tonight, music, like I'm thinking about Moneyball, that song at the end, I'm just a little yeah. bit caught just in like, the middle life. And it's a, just right. Yeah. When you hear it, you're like, you're like yeah, yep. that song feels right. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, the, so. the, uh, in the natural, the, the, uh, the songs that don't have words in them, but it just creates the feeling yep, when he hits the ball and it knocks the, Light out and the whatever. Music, music makes a, a movie. It makes, yeah, it's and awesome. If you ever ask yourself, uh, w- what impact does music have? When Next time you're watching Jaws, just mute it. Yeah, it doesn't, it's not the same. <laughs> it's like, none of it's the it's, same. It's, it's totally, it's totally yeah. the music. On this day, on April 11th, there's some significant things. Yeah, 1890, Ellis Island in New York is designated as the immigration station. My grandparents came through Ellis Island into New York City. So, just about all of us. On uh, somebody's family line had yeah. come through there. In, in the early 1900s, yeah. And this is my grandma and grandpa I grew up with. Came through and, and from the old country, from Wales and Scotland through Ellis Island. We went and found their names on the ship's manifest at Ellis Island. That's cool. 1898, Spain declares war against the U.S. on this day. And then on this day, a year later... 1899, the Treaty of Paris ends the war. That was a short war. It was a short one. Sp- Spain cedes Puerto Rico. Somehow we got Puerto Rico. And out all of that it. deal in that one-year war, we got Puerto Rico out of it. I, yeah, 1912 Titanic leaves Queenstown, Ireland for New York. Whoa. Yeah, we know what happened. 1966, mm. Frank Kurt Sinatra rec- records Strangers in the Night, and it would climb to number one. Now, now all of us who are, say, uh, 40 and up, we've all heard that song. Yeah. But it was, and it's sung best when Frank is singing it. Frank Sinatra is one of the greatest singers of all time. One of the greatest performers of all time. Yeah. It, like, his stuff is iconic, so... <laughs> 1968 on this day. 
Yeah, President Lyndon B. Johnson signs the Civil Rights Act. How about that? 1970, Apollo 13 launches to the moon. They can't land, so they come back and get back here six days later. We've all seen the movie. Yeah, and the movie's it's a bigger deal that it didn't make it to the moon because of the, the great effort to get them home that was immortalized in the movie Apollo 13. Can you imagine uh, being out there and, um, and not knowing if you're going to make it back? Tom Hanks did win an Academy Award for that, didn't he? If he didn't, he should have. Yeah, that was pretty good. He was at least nominated. So That was, that was some high drama. Yeah. 2012 Avengers premieres in Los Angeles. And how many Avengers movies have been there since 2012? Oh my, it's a franchise. It's, it's, they're they're so. coming out left and right. They're just uh, Garden, Guardians of the Galaxy just came out. And then today the new Marvel's trailer was right. released. And yep. so they're, they're back in the money-making business. Absolutely. Hey, our Wise Guys inspirational quote of the week comes from C.S. Lewis. Hey, let's just go big time when we go with our quote. C.S. had some amazing things to say. So getting over a painful experience is much like crossing the monkey bars. You have to let go at some point in order to move forward. You got to move forward. Let Think go about it. You can't let go you of got, a monkey bar yeah, to move monkey forward. Monkey bar, you, it's hand over hand. You got to let go to move forward. Yeah. And we all know that feeling of, can I reach that next yeah. bar? And then someone says, hey, why don't you skip a bar? And then it's a whole new thing. Yeah, there you go. But you can't, uh, you got to let go at some point in order to move forward. The great C.S. Lewis. We thank Matt and Savannah Shaw for being on the Wise Guys uh, tonight. We, we worked with them for a long time to get them. Uh, they were on tour and they had to come back and they have a busy life. And, and then we locked down April 11th and, um, so glad to have them on and, and go to, go to their YouTube and listen to their songs. They're spectacular. And then next week, Brian Logan and Carrie Roberts, the women's golf coach, the podcast will be up tomorrow. And we encourage you again to go to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, and like especially YouTube, like that one. It's free, and uh, that'll help us grow the show. And and remember these bobbleheads, fifty percent off at the BYU store. The promo code ysguys.com, um, and the, all the information's there in the in the chat. And and uh, you can have a. You know, we're gonna have other things too. We're just starting with these guys. That's how good. we're gonna roll. I got all six. I encourage you all to get all six. Everyone should have all six. <laughs> For Blaine Fowler, I'm Dave McCann. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you. Next week for more Wise Guys. See you next week.